podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Movie, movie, a movie, podcast. What? No, no, we're not. This is why we're not doing this. That is the start of the song. That's not even the refrain. Every time. Wait, Russ, how did you know what that was? What song was that? Because I know Hit Me Baby One More Time when I hear it. (laughs) Wow. You can't do the start. You can't do a verse. I. That's the only song that came to my head, and the rest of the song does not work. <laughs> movie, movie, podcast. I didn't do it with an inflection, but that would have been hit me, baby, one more time. Welcome okay. to the movie, movie podcast, everybody. Uh, um, take some hold off. We're not done with this. <laughs> yeah, no, we're done with this. Um, <laughs> where you can find all of us as backup dancers in many of Britney Spears' videos. Uh, it's including myself, Tiggs, and uh, the three fashionistas that are here with me today alex peter and russ i actually am a fashionista i know that's that's why it was funny and i was actually I, in a britney spears video i, I played the beach demon. ball in someday <laughs> wow russ got it <laughs> <laughs> of course russell's gonna get it um so this week uh we're gonna be talking about alex cross frank and weenie but to start it off a little bit of sinister all right. So have a look uh, at the rust down. Cool. So, <laughs> Sinister, directed by Scott Derrickson. And he did what? What is his other big horror movie? Exorcism of Emily Rose. And he did another one, though, right? Hellraiser oh, that, 5? Oh, wow. Exorcism, Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's the one when the girl gets possessed by a demon, right? Wow. <laughs> yep. I just want to make sure I'm thinking of the right demon possession well, movie buzzing. when there's like a young girl who's possessed by a demon. Oh, uh, that, well, that's the one that's actually just a trial of yeah. Tom Wilkinson uh, because uh, Deb from Dexter died during an exorcism. So not important. <laughs> so there you go. It's about. It's actually not bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not bad. bad at all. Yeah. Okay, cool. But let me just give you guys the rest down real quick for yeah. Sinister, directed by Scott Derrickson. Found footage helps a true crime author realize how and why a family was murdered in his new home, though his discoveries put his entire family in the path of a supernatural entity. Okay, the first thing, I have a huge problem with that Rust Down. Um, it's, well, well, not, not with Russ. Yeah, yeah well, not with Russ. Just sorry. the Down. Yeah, I have a huge problem with that Down. Okay. Um, Okay, I get that it's found footage because this is the well, purest found, found footage we've ever seen. But I don't think you're able to call this found footage as like the rest of Hollywood calls things found footage. No, no it's home totally movies. Is. It's purely like home movies, like in the attic. It's not yeah. like found footage. But yeah, it's, it's just weird that they it's weird that they uh, use that term. They did find the footage though in the attic. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's it's literally found footage. Yeah. Unlike other found footage films, they actually see you finding the footage. They show you them finding the footage. So it's more of a finding footage film. It's, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll get that. Okay. I just, I just it just struck me as strange. I had to say something about it. <laughs> um. Well, uh, you know, I I, I guess uh, this could have been a lot worse. And I think yeah. that the the main problem with this movie is that it is supernatural. Like, for me, how uh, uh, as opposed to what? Like, if there was something else, like if if they if they offered any red herrings or anything, if they had any twist, 
that like wasn't telegraphed so far in advance. So it was a little too straightforward for your tastes. Yeah, I I, I guess. <sighs> well, I mean, is, yeah, this this movie's a little confounding for me because I, we were we started talking about it beforehand. Um, it's better than most of the horror movies that have come out recently. Yeah, but that's not yeah. really saying a lot. Well, absolutely, yeah. and it, and it and it does it does the same thing that other pretty good horror movies do, and it just steps on its own toes by trying to I don't know be a little something more. Like one of the, one of the things this movie didn't need was the jump scares. No. Yeah, absolutely. Like in in the in the trailer for people that have seen the trailer, there's a scene in which Ethan Hawke's like poking his head up in the attic, and a bunch of like creepy faced kids are telling him to shush while they're watching a movie. That's, <laughs> that's like Bambi's on. Yeah, Bambi. yeah. <laughs> like Shit. that's that's really freaky and and like scary. Yeah. And you're in the moment at that point. But yeah. the fact that Bagul pops his like stupid little saw inspired face in, <laughs> hello, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. ruins it. It's almost like you didn't need that. Like it was freaky the, enough. Yeah, the six yeah. dead children uh, did <laughs> yeah. it for me. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, it, it kind of sells itself short in that in that sense. Like. I, Six dead kids telling you to shush while they are watching home movies of people die is significantly <laughs> freakier than a than a jump scare and a movie that tonally didn't really feel like a jump scare movie. Right. It felt but a it, little slower burn. Like not a whole yeah. lot happens. Yeah. No. Which is it, fine. It, but, and I like, like that. Like I like. It, those, it doesn't like, need a jump scare every fifteen minutes because they they were very few and far between the jump scares. It's like someone, like must have seen this movie and said mm, we need yeah. more it seems like something that was added after the fact yeah, yeah. It, and the most interesting parts were like you know I guess they were trying to like pay homage to The Shining a bunch of times in this movie by like having it be a writer coming unhinged and right. things like, and, like that drinking and all that stuff and like even like when he's like I'll bash your like fucking brains in or whatever like that doesn't oh. he say something like that's almost a line from The Shining outside um, but those like scenes, like those like things where he just keeps waking up every night, uh, and kind of like different things are happening. Uh, that stuff like is generally like really entertaining to watch and well done for the most part. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah, Ethan Hawke did a pretty good job in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like as much as I've been making fun of for the last month, like all the lines in this movie, like I'm gonna write the best <laughs> book ever. Which does he says that? Yeah. Spoiler: He does not do it. Yeah. <laughs> I and think I, he wow, generally ticks. like <laughs> off to someone that's disturbed in this movie as things get happen. Oh, I absolutely. think it's kind of nice to see. Uh, not that he's like our greatest actor by any stretch, <laughs> but it's nice to see like a pretty solid actor get a, ro- a role like this because I feel like he made it a little bit more believable than like yeah. your run of the mill like D or C list actor who would have who would have otherwise been cast in this. Totally. And I think the found well the the quote unquote found footage is really effective. It's very disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, like the opening of that movie is pretty messed up. <clears throat> but I yeah, still I, feel like the opening of that movie felt like I was watching somebody play an adventure game. Like it looked like there was a mouse cursor going just back and forth yeah, over the okay. fucking tree that's, limb. That's, <laughs> like that was that wasn't that was just weird to watch that. Like that's yeah. what I thought was happening. I really enjoyed the pool party one. Me that too. was cool. That was really yeah. um, the, the, I liked the, the, the dude the lawn mowing. Yeah. Oh, that was fucked. The yard work. See, that's that's a jump scare that's like that works. That was great. Exactly. Jump scare. There's a yeah. point that to it. That got me. I was like, oh my god, I wasn't ready for that. But it wasn't yeah. like a scare so much as it was like 
uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, like, yeah. I knew that was about to happen. Like, why else would we be watching that, like, after... But it was still fucking freak the crap out of me once it happened. Because I was thinking at first, I'm like, is that Lawmore? Is it Can it run over someone? And as uh, I'm thinking that, like, 20 seconds later, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it just happened, and that's gross. <laughs> well, I think that they... But they don't go overboard with the gore and anything. Absolutely it's not, not. The movie's yeah, not no. overshadowed by... Like any sort of gore set piece or anything like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely not. I even um, also liked the. Um, looking back on it, I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought. Yeah, but, no, um, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, I also we're kind of liking it now. I also liked the um, the drawings that were like people dying, like by, written drawn up by like a child. But yeah. then oh, it's like Mister Boogie. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> kind of. I was like, that kind of freaks me out. That's my DJ yeah. name, Boogie. That's actually a really good DJ name. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, the other thing that really bothered me, other than the jump scares of it, it's like stepping on its own toes. I think it just took way too long to end. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought one of its strongest suits was its pacing, especially on on the front end. Yeah, definitely. And then it just seemed to drag. Like when when he gets to the point in which he goes crazy, oh, which you you even could believe he's just going nuts. But he sees all the kids there, and then he gets his family out of the house. That it takes so long to end from there. Yeah, yeah I think the movie kind of. <sighs> How long was it? Was it 150 minutes? I think it was like... No, it was not 150. It was an hour and 50. I mean, yeah, an hour and 50 minutes. Sorry. Um, Because... The three-hour epic. (laughs) Sinister. Sinister. (laughs) Because it was about 20 minutes too long. Like, I started getting restless towards the end. It could have been a little tighter. Yeah, Yeah, and I felt like like the end felt too cheesy. I don't know. Uh, I felt like it sold itself yeah, we get the whole twist of the ending. You don't have to like show us so much of the end. Like yeah. we get it. We get what what's going on. We get what happened. They spent so much time closing that movie off. Yeah. Um. With like the kind of it's not which is which I would call a reveal, but I would like the reveal to be quicker. Like just give it to us and end it. Like they they spent so much time with what happened to the family. They spent so much time. With then what happens to the do- what happens to the daughter blah blah yeah. blah and, and and it doesn't make it doesn't build dread it just gets annoying at the end oh yeah. absolutely absolutely and, um, then, and then as we joked around it ends on a really stupid shitty jump scare yeah yeah <laughs> unnecessary uh, jump scare which you guys because you told me that that was going to happen I was just prepared for it so it was even lamer <laughs> yeah I would have much rather liked to see a fam like a new dad yeah. find it. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Bagul is the the worst part of this movie. Well, he does nothing. Yeah, like he is. He every, like, he's a shitty jump scare. Twenty minutes at any point in this film, like he doesn't. Like I don't think he he doesn't do anything other than be in pictures. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, they could have like they could have taken a different route with this that didn't you know make it like a a demon type thing. Like I don't know. They could have figured out something a little bit more clever that didn't have this figure there. That's not really explained but not in a cool way mysterious right um but i love vincent d'onofrio just oh skyping into the movie <laughs> like i love how that's how la- they're like all right people have to know what's happening somehow Let's get we'll just do a skype call i guess i don't know <laughs> and uh and i just love that he had a, an assistant <laughs> that <laughs> he gets like, the coffee oh, randomly at one point <laughs> he's like oh thank you uh, uh, uh amanda or <laughs> jessica, jessica. Nice, wow. I feel like he almost breaks character when he does that, but it just cracks me up every time. Hmm. I think um, they just called him up, and he were, and they just asked him about something, and that was just well, him at home. 
uh, apparently no he was actually in the next room i listened to uh, scott derrickson was on smoothie makers uh kevin smith's oh yeah uh, podcast oh my god kevin smith we get the puns <laughs> you guys he retired from making he's retiring from making films oh the 15 year old in me is so um well actually happy <laughs> actually yeah. happy wow so, anyway, wow that was I'm leaving that uh, in. Let's start some. Yeah. Let's fucking light some fires. I'm cool with it. I I think we we rival Kevin Smith and listeners, so we can survive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't disagree, actually. <laughs> but um, do you want to just rate it? Yeah. 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 Let's just rate it. Uh, Alex, what do you think? All right. Um, I'm gonna say that this deserves. Three and a half. Whoa. Uh, yeah. You know what? I liked it. Um, now that we've talked about it, <laughs> I actually really like that first hour and a half. The last 20 minutes kind of sells itself out a little bit. But I like that. Uh, I give it three and a half. Um, I, I'm just going to say uh, little Joseph Gordon-Levitt's from Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Because wow. the longest hair, yeah, that little boy had the longest hair, rivaled only by JGL, a la Third Rock. Um, I would say that this is a fun movie um, to watch with a bunch of people that are actually willing to watch the movie and not just make fun of it, as tempting as that is. Yeah, right. uh, in the dark with like you know, uh, like the sound pumped up and other those things. Like I think it's actually pretty effective horror movie, probably one of the most of the last few years. Oh, for um, sure. That's not like a part of a, like a franchise. But kind of like a one-off that like just a, sort of does what it yeah. does. And I hope it stays a one-off. Like I would not want there to be like Bagul to the Bagooling. Um, <laughs> I would see that. <laughs> uh, but okay. yeah, I, 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 actually, I actually enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, Russ? I'm going to give it three stupid moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How don't you know anything about the place you decided to move your children to? Yeah. Especially when this dude has a mother. Like this before. Well, and that's you know, like that's something real estate agents have to disclose too. It is. Yeah. So this and is, I that's understand how- maybe he did all of the work, but you mean to tell me you didn't Google for one minute where you're going to move or the town or the block? People do that these days, especially mm-hmm. people who have kids. Come on. And the timeline for this movie seemed a little weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was jumping around a bunch. But um, yeah. by and large, yeah, three. It It is, and it's not like a bad three. It's definitely like, it's an enjoyable movie. I think it's totally serviceable for the season. Like if you want to go see like a scary movie or whatever and like the paranormal activity stuff isn't for you, I think this will do the trick for most people. I think it would be really good for a date. I could see... Uh, girls being super scared. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, but uh. It, it's... Uh, stop that? Not, <laughs> of, not of you, but of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they I think get it's... scary, crazy. we get handsy. <laughs> well, that's what happened to my theater. <laughs> oh, that's so, right. Yeah. Do you want to tell that story? Nope. Okay. Uh, Pete, what do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Russ. I'm going to give it three, and I actually have this similar thing. I'm going to give it three... Uh, Uncalled out English accents, which I love. Nice. Do <laughs> Australian, I thought, or whatever it was. The mom, the mom had an accent, and they just don't mention it. And I almost wanted to give the movie a round of applause at that point. I was like, man, 
there's nothing like having an actress just talk how she usually talks and no one has to say anything about it. Like, oh, kids, you know your mom's from across the pond or like something dumb. Like, <laughs> They're just like, oh, no, you can marry people from other countries. It's perfectly legal and it's not like a point of interest. Um, but yeah, it, it was like enjoyable. I, I agree with Alex. Well, I sort of agree with Alex. I would say um, even see it by yourself. It's one of those movies that most of the fear comes from this guy just like being around his house at night by himself is one of those freaky things to do to yourself if you're into that. Yeah. Um, what I would say, what, uh, one thing as well, um, oh, I actually forgot what I want to say. <laughs> Damn it, there was something else. Was like, it, so uh, there was one more point I wanted to make, uh, which, which is, uh, oh, what, oh, what I really enjoy about this film too, which, which definitely makes it better than a lot of other horror movies that we've seen or that have come out in recent years is that there are some freaky things going on with his kids. Mm-hmm. But it's downplayed. They don't like try to make it yeah. too freaky. Like that was one of the big problems with uh, the possession. What we saw it was like oh, some things yeah. were going on which were too insane, which you can't just ignore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like this so film, the, like it, the, all the weird things that happened with the kids could be grounded in well, actual reality. And yes. not only the weird things that were happening were affecting the main character. It wasn't like he went along his everyday life as crazy shit was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like possession. <laughs> like yeah. when he gets stabbed by a fork and is like, ho hum. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, like, yeah. uh, Bugul. Um, yeah, I'm going to echo uh, Russ and Peter here and give it three uh, reappearing film containers. Uh, <laughs> which, hey, that's, how, that's what happens in this movie. It uh, is. And because the movie was actually, it, I was going into it really down on kind of all the horror movies that we had seen recently, uh, except for, you know, Cabin in the Woods. But like, you know, there, the Possession and uh, Apparition. Apparition and uh, Chernobyl Diaries, like all those were just like, they were really bad. And, and for almost all the same reason is that there was just so much buildup with absolutely nothing going on in those movies. And this movie, I was kind of worried at first that it was just going to like be him like researching like crime, not the crime for a while before we actually got into anything. But to this movie's credit, you really get into the action or into like the, the spooky type of stuff pretty quickly. It's like, it's within the first like 20 minutes you're, you know, uh, there's already like this nighttime scene uh, with Ethan Hawke just like getting drunk and getting freaked out by what the hell's happening in his house. So that was really cool to see. Um, and it yeah, was, yeah, it was a fun movie. It, it was it was good. It was way better than so many other horror movies that have come out. Yeah, they years. they definitely could have spent like so much time like having more people around the town besides the cops like warn him about the house or yeah. have like the what like the the wife would be like, oh, I'm having such a hard time like doing everything. People are staring at me. Like we didn't have to see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was, like it was so much focus on Ethan Hawke's character that I, it was more enjoyable than other movies I've tried to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was actually kind of wondering if it was going to, like, you know, when they kept talking about all the people warning them. I didn't know if we were going to, like, a almost like a Rosemary's Baby type situation. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, where, like, you know, there wouldn't be something supernatural and it would be all these people hating them. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, Let's move right along to Frankenweenie. Do it. But Give no! us the rust down. <laughs> All right, Frankenweenie, directed by Tim Burton. Young Victor <laughs> conducts a science experiment 
to bring his beloved dog Sparky back to life, only to face unintended, sometimes monstrous consequences. Oh, you mean sometimes monstrous That's consequences? True. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get he that. He did one. this once, and it was monsters. That's a hundred percent monstrous yeah. consequences. No, I learned that playing God is fine from this movie, <laughs> as long as it, as long as you are in love. So this movie, it it is Tim Burton's first original film, though it kind of isn't original because it's a re it's like a remake of an a short film, which was so, a retelling so, of another film, <laughs> which is a retelling of another film. So which is a book, <laughs> exactly. So Tim Burton, wow. the adaptation king, rears his ugly Touché. head again. Only he makes a movie that's decent. Yeah, See, my, I, my big thing is that I, we've all discussed this for a while since it's been uh, we saw it a while ago. We just couldn't fit it in the podcast, but yeah, the front end of the movie, all the like he oh he creates the zombie he creates his Franken weenie dog. Mm-hmm. Well, well, first of all, setting up that the boy loves his dog, which I don't think we need that much setup. We understand that a boy would love his dog. Damn right. And then like the dog dying and bringing the dog back is just it takes forever. And there's yeah. nothing about that part of the story that you weren't yeah. expecting, and it's so. And it's a kids' boring. movie, so like, get to the point. Like, yeah, definitely. And it's not funny too. No, that there, no. Minutes is, and even the ending there, is not funny. No, but there it's are also no jokes. not dramatic either. And like, I yeah. think like Paranorman sort of had a lot of like weight and be, and like dramatic beat to it that made you sort of feel the characters. And I thought like hilarious. this would have worked better if it was like just a lighter, funnier movie and it chose to sort of not be it was yeah yeah it was very similar i mean well not like super similar but i remember walking out of the uh the movie with pete and being like this was kind this was almost like uh the dracula dead and loving it to dracula as this would be to like to frankenstein where it is very much the story of dr frankenstein with very little jokes in between and and like as a kid maybe that's like a lot funnier but well, when you're looking at it now, it, it there's nothing extreme about it. It, it is very it is very blandly played. Well, that's yeah. the weird yeah. thing. I mean, it, Tim Burton, one of his like used to be his strengths was setting up like the quirkiness of a town. Yeah, definitely. And he yeah. has like he has the look of this of the town down. He has the look of the people, but there's nothing interesting about them at all. I, yeah. I mean, I guess like the kids are creepy. But is that, I mean, they like, could the joke. But that could have been played so much better. Yeah, and it just. I, and I it's, it's like I, really, I don't the the production value top notch. The absolutely the, uh, visually, I thought it was like a cool movie. I liked it that it was in black and white, actually, and I the voices it. I thought were cool too. I love hearing Martin Short's voice as like yeah. multiple characters. characters. I like and Catherine O'Hara when she does but, anything. I'm happy. So, I did not like just, the door. No, something I, just I did not did, like the kid that did that. Yeah, or whoever did so, that. That's actually that weird little kid from the middle. But, um, oh. something about this movie just didn't connect completely and there were parts of it where I saw like these flashes of awesome like the teacher in the movie like I really yeah. loved the teacher yeah. uh, I think it was Martin Landau who played him I thought yeah. the teacher was an awesome character I thought that scene where he was like talking about science and like how 
people yeah. want what science can afford them but never want to deal with the consequences yeah. i was like oh cool so here's some like some moral weight and the way he was like saying really like smart things but in a really scary way i thought yeah. that was funny and then boom he's gone for the rest of the movie yeah i i, know, I, tr- yeah. I tried to concentrate on that one scene and take it away as like this good thing but the problem is uh th- strangely enough this movie hurts because of how good paranorm was in the second half like the whole entire second half of Paranorman is about fear, mob yeah. mentality, the people, and it's mm-hmm. done way better and way more than just one speech. This yep. throw, this what sadly a thro- becomes a which becomes a throwaway character. speech. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. From a character who has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Could have been and a great character. Could have been just I, like I did like, however, like the monster mayhem that happens towards the that, end of the movie. Well, that yes. like the That's first forty-five minutes are like so bland then there's like this 20 minutes of like fun and then it goes back to being like really bland for the last 10 minutes yeah yep but this, <laughs> I mean, this I, is yeah i like yeah. the gamera monster i, I always enjoy mm-hmm. a little gamera and uh yeah. i mean i don't know i i mean just like some of the things were just like like they made like some of the jokes that maybe were there for adults too just made me roll my eyes. Yeah. Like having like the girl that's like kind of the love interest. Like her last name is Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes no sense. That, actually. That's just a yeah, reference. That's, that's a reference. That's just a to name. Dracula. <laughs> like that's that's wrong literally book. just a name. So uh, one thing, I mean, I I think I would have enjoyed the movie in black and white if there hadn't been a yellow watermark in the center of the screen that I couldn't stop staring at the entire fucking movie. Yeah, in our theater, Tiggs had the, like, the absolute like dick move of pointing it out to me. Like, the, the screen was messed up, and there was, like, a ton, like, not even, like, a, it was just it this like a, little like a yellow imperfection right in the middle that just drove us crazy. <laughs> did you guys uh, well, in, uh, 3D? No, no, we didn't. Nope, not did I. No, none of us did. Yeah, I mean, uh, and one of the big things, I mean, I don't want to exactly spoil the ending that much, but this movie teaches kids nothing about yeah. this. At all. <laughs> At all. Which is, There's no moral. Which is so crazy because Paranorman was about a kid who talked to ghosts, and it teaches kids so much about actually, like, coping with real and life death. At one point I thought it was mm-hmm. going to, and then I was like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. They, nope. they okay. had the chance. They had the chance. To and just, I would have been, yeah. and I would have been totally okay with that. I agree. Like I would have met that fit. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's grown. Yep. Oh wait, no, he hasn't. Oh, okay, yeah, never. exactly. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. No, so now let's now let's just like like he did every he had done everything right this whole movie. So let's reward him in the one way that he wants to. And you just, yeah. there's no real. It point annoys me even more because that's exactly like the lesson you don't want to teach it, children. Exactly. Absolutely. It's. Exactly. Not. it's I awful. mean, so many. So many families get pets because they, it teaches you know responsibility. It teaches you to be you know kind to animals, but it's also it's, it's, it's also an easy death. way of coping with death yeah. before yeah. God forbid it happens yeah. to like a close family member or something. Exactly. Exactly. Are you kids, wishing this upon killer. people? Is that what you're saying? Are you wishing? Wait, what? Are you are you wishing this upon people, Pete? Is that what you're saying? No, I said God forbid. Oh, okay. not God take them. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't really teach any lessons. Uh, not that kids need lessons in every film, but if you're going to try to, you need to fucking do it. Um, yep. That being yeah. said, you guys want to just knock this one out? Yep. Um, Let's rate this. Cool. Uh, Russ, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to give it three. You know? <laughs> no. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to no, because two and a half is the exact. No, three. I'm going to give it three. Uh, <laughs> three. <laughs> It it my, if I could do two point seven five I would but I'm not gonna yeah. start getting that specific. Oh don't. Uh, I'm gonna I go with uh, three. 
um, Sea Monsters. Nice. It is, and I think Sinister is better, but it is just so annoying that this film I had no expectations for, and then I saw it and I left like, meh, it could have been a good movie. Yeah. The, all of the pieces were there, the acting, the way it was filmed, I mean, the voice acting, the way it was filmed, and... And even as far as like those last 20 minutes, like there was some fun stuff in this movie and there were some interesting lesson lessons, but all that gets washed over with boringness and bullshit. And after I saw Paranorman, like this just couldn't hold a candle to that. So I'd say it's, it's, th- it's a three, it's average. Um, I would never show it to a kid ever. Uh, right. Yeah. I saw a kid crying, um, what I was seeing Alex Cross because he he was he was crying over Frankenstein because he was seeing Alex Cross. <laughs> no 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 no! I was in the bathroom, uh, and he had to get taken in there. Wait, what? Um, I was seeing. What are you Alex doing, Cross. hanging out with a kid in the bathroom? Yeah, Alex? what's going no, on? No, I his dad was there too. It was, oh, doesn't make it any oh, better. That makes it no horrible. no. It's cool now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! All right, just Alex, rate the movie. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give it two and a half invisible goldfish. Um, nice. I, I like the invisible that, goldfish. Yeah, I think there's cool design uh, in this, and I think it's it's shot really cool, and uh, I think it's something that you should watch like on a Blu-ray or something, so you get like really good quality of the animation. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's honestly, it just there's not enough humor. There's not enough of like, um like an interesting morality tale or anything like that to really merit going out and seeing this in the theater. And uh, I yeah. would say like for like kids, like, yeah, like probably I'd say like nine or so and up uh, is probably appropriate. I think that like when they do have the monster stuff, I think maybe that would get a little too intense for like yeah. maybe youngins, not like anyone that would listen to this would have children. That young. <laughs> Why? What? You don't no, know I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know our audience. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that, it's a kind of a wasted opportunity to do something fun. And I think that Tim Burton now is about as goth as like a hot topic t-shirt. Yep. Uh, so I think like, and this I hate movie that, is- that doesn't even like that, that, that phrase, that statement, how, how much weight that it carries that you just mentioned. It's like yeah. so many people say it now that it's like a kitschy thing to even say like, Oh, Tim Burton has no balls, but he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate that. Like, and I know, and I wanted to like, Stop being a part of the. I wanted like, to be like the damn bash. man. Frank and Weenie's good, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. But it wasn't terrible. And I think that like those twenty minutes that I enjoyed, I really enjoyed. Um, yep. So I think again, you know, check it out on Blu-ray. Nice. All right, uh, <laughs> Pete. What do you think? Uh, I'm only gonna give it two. Ooh, uh, two two gross noses. Yeah, yeah. Because these those those dog noses yeah. just were the most disgusting things I've ever seen on film. Um, <laughs> and especially like in the one scene when the dogs' noses were touching each other, it was just so huh. like it was disgusting. That was weird. Uh, and I I I give it too because I don't know who wants to see this. Uh, it's it's, it's you not know, doing it, well at all. It should have no. appealed to children, and it doesn't at all. And you nope. shouldn't want your kids to see this because there's there's a horrible message about the death of an animal <laughs> um and it's just it's not funny nope yeah yes the the whole monster thing ca- is a little interesting at first but it gets very stale very quickly i would have rather seen a whole movie with that world sorry like yeah. that that whole oh, movie, yeah that would have been cool well and like, I, it's yeah. one of those things like if 
if you don't like Tim Burton, like this is what you, you might be thinking. Oh, you know, maybe Tim Burton's going back to what he used to do, and it's so far from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we only we only reviewed Dark Shadows that long, however long ago, and you know, a lot of stuff still stands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's it's it was just it was so bland, and I and that's the thing. Like, if this is supposed to be a movie for kids, you can't make it that bland. Yeah, there are no jokes. No, no. Yeah. And that's kind of that's a, that's annoying. And John right, August wrote the script. Yeah, yeah. I think that, Tiggs? Yeah. Uh I'm going to give it uh, two uh, bat cats uh, because the movie just wasn't like we were just saying. The movie had no jokes to it. It wasn't. There was nothing that really made me want to keep watching it, except for the teacher, who was a really interesting character, and everybody else was just kind of this mundane, almost like there were so many monotone characters throughout it. And I know that that happens a lot in Tim Burton movies, but that doesn't mean that doesn't excuse it. That means it doesn't have to happen here. And having it come out so soon after Paranorman, which was like fantastic and dealt with all the issues that that uh, Franco Winnie deals with just in a much more real fashion, just just makes me like this movie even less is what it comes down to. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Fair enough. <laughs> wow. Solved it. So, with our remaining time... I just realized I turned off the volume for all you guys, so I didn't know that people were talking. <laughs> Great. Oh. <laughs> Let me but give you a recap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me a recap. Well, no, I can just listen to the podcast later. Uh, great. All right. So, I guess we should just talk about Alex Cross now, huh? Yeah, do you want to give us a rust down for it? Or? I, 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 if it's... Uh, all right. So... Alex Cross, directed by Rob Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a homicide detective is pushed to the brink of his moral and physical limits as he tangles with a ferociously <laughs> skilled serial killer who specializes in torture and pain. Okay, pushed to his physical true. limits is the most perfect way of saying this. Well, because yeah. he he failed. If he, if that was his physical limit, go fuck yourself. <laughs> It was like the equivalent of watching a chocolate Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> run around the screen for five minutes, that try, you- like wearing like a bandana and trying to look tough. Go fuck yourself. This movie is the worst. This movie, this movie was so- pretty bad. This movie was not. Hey, you want to review it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Russ summed it up pretty well. Um, this movie is ridiculous, and like all the ways that like make me question how movies get made like the reason we make do this podcast is the reason that 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 this movie exists yeah oh my god i'm just looking at the names of characters holy shit do you know the grandmother's name was nana mama yeah nana mama that's a stupid ass name yeah no first she was a mama and then she became a nana so she's a nana mama i mean it makes perfect sense (laughs) So, all right, all right. Before we just shit on the movie too much more, what did you guys think of Tyler Perry as Alex Cross? Awful, awful, awful. But not, to be fair, I feel like but, he was being sincere with this movie. I feel. Like oh, I don't doubt his guy. sincerity. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I don't doubt his sincerity for one second, but uh, this dude didn't. can't be like. You can't do that. You just can't. Yeah, he was you're still not acting that type like he was actor. in a play. 
I will follow his soul oh, to the gates to the of gates meet, meet his soul. Hades before I let him touch anybody that I love. But like, as much as he was like Matthew Fox, what? Oh my God! They don't even fit the same film. They're not in the same movie. No, they're and not. They're both a stupid movie. And he's not. He's <laughs> That is a back of the box quote right there. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I, you know what? Like, this is a movie that, like, I feel like parents and grandparents, like people that, like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. And say no, they can go watch NCIS and get a better story. Exactly. Like, this no, is like a like... Shit... Well, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say the same thing. It seems like a shitty show. Yeah, it seems like a shitty shitty pilot for like whatever comes on after elementary on CBS. Yeah, like or it comes on like Friday nights after Blue Butts with this. This is like from the creators of Hawaii Five O. This isn't even TNT and Criminal Minds. Mm -hmm. Guys, characters were not welcome here. Um, yeah, strangely enough, one of the movie's like biggest failings was just in the in Justice in in its uh, director. And and uh, cinematographer and camera operator and like going all the way down the line of just the people who shot Outer, the movie, writer. Like, you can't forget the writer. E- even before you get to all them, like just just the basic look of the movie, like how horribly it was staged. Uh-huh. Like the one scene in which Alex Cross is supposed to give mm-hmm. his like super smart psychiatrist breakdown of the killer. Like he literally pauses and they change the view and he gets up from his chair, mm-hmm. walks over to the window, yep. and then starts talking. In a in like in a pitch in which no one in the room could hear him. <laughs> yep, it like, it's true. And like so many movies and shows have like perfected the art of like CSI crime scene recreating with a genius. Yeah, almost every crime show there's a genius involved. Law and Order, Criminal Intent. That guy is a genius. Anybody on CSI, genius. shows and processing information. Like these people are geniuses, and he's supposed to be like on that level, but they don't oh. make it compelling in the least because they no. spend the first half an hour just having other people radius. talk about how awesome he is. Oh, they stop Ed a girl Bur- who is just like getting who had just made it out of like some horrible situation. He's like, wait, she's trying to say something, and then she just thanks him, and he didn't even do anything throughout the whole fucking thing. It didn't look like like he was. Uh, and like I love the scene where like Edward Burns' character Tommy and the girl he's effing, oh, yeah. they're like having sex, and the whole time they're just they're concentrating talking. on how smart Alex Cross is. So weird. I don't know how like, you all have sex, but when I have, it, I mainly I talk about Tyler Perry. Perry. <laughs> yeah, that's wait. Is that is that weird? Yeah, uh, this movie's dumb. This movie's real dumb. Yeah, it's super dumb, and there's not like a compelling kind of like killer story to go along with it no like all what's that i think we just lost alex damn it uh (laughs) pete do you have anything to say in alex's place see the weird thing is i don't want to i think i'm about to say what alex was going to say so i don't want to ruin it i'll continue along with a lot of shit i hate I like I I think I I vented about this movie last week when we first talked about it and then I just I almost don't remember most of it now. Yeah. It's it was just it just it's it was just so awful. I mean there's no really way to get around it or there's really no compliment I could give this movie. I think I don't know. Even even like 
to just talk about Matthew Fox's body, like he he clearly like had lost a lot of weight and then tried to bulk up, but he looks like a person whose body cannot handle the Bulking amount of up, yeah. um amount of exercising he was doing. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Hey, Alex. Um, and <laughs> also, like, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that that was an awesome intro. Uh I mentioned it before at a rehearsal, like John C. McGinley as a police chief, sure, that's relatively inspired. Yeah, I was that was the However, only thing I was excited for in this movie. Was why that. does within one scene he goes? He it's like he almost forgets what a police chief is supposed to be like in these movies, and then it's like, oh yeah, okay, and fixes it by the end. In the beginning, he's like, oh man, you guys, even though you didn't catch him, you great gave job. us a lot of, you gave us a lot to work with. Yep. Great job. <laughs> Two <laughs> minutes later, mm-hmm. you guys gotta give me something. Damn it! Come on! Yeah, that was like, that was one of the weirdest. All right, in like, you, yeah. you should have been saying that the whole time. Yeah, it, like I equated it to like an improviser who has no idea what scene they're in mm-hmm. until like a minute passes, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm a dad." Yeah. Okay. You, Son. You know, so many people were saying how like you know someone like Idris Elba was supposed to be Alex Cross in this. Uh, judging by the direction and the script and everything, I'm very glad he wasn't. It still would have sucked. Yeah. yeah. He, no one could have saved this movie. Nope. I think maybe like it, it like whoever wrote this is a is a real hack, and it was directed like shit. And I love how the posters say directed uh, by by the director of The Fast and the Furious. That movie came out in 2001, yeah, it did. and it's arguably the worst Fast and Furious movie out of the five we have so far. <laughs> so that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, he, he directed The Mummy 3 and tr- the original Triple X. And oh, The God. Skulls. Okay, well, I'll give him that one. That's the one you'll <laughs> give him? Yeah, I'll give him The Skulls. Okay. You're uh, better than I am, because I'm not giving I'm him. I'm not giving him jack shit, yeah. Although I did like the first Fast and the Furious, but still. Oh, he also did Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Oh, that's right. Hmm, interesting. And Stealth. <laughs> okay, I take okay. it all away. All right. Do you guys want to rate it, or do you guys want to keep Dragon talking part. about it some more? Fuck it. Let's rate it. All right. Uh, Pete, what do you think? Uh, it was. I, I, I'm going to give it one. Okay. And I'm not even going to take the brain power to think of a clever thing to give it. Other than the number one, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was just boring as hell. Uh, I would uh, it, hope Russ is ready for this, but I would rather watch Step Up Revolution again. What? what? You gotta watch Step Up Revolution again now. Yeah, let's do it. Do that. Let's, no, I, let's, I don't have to. Let's do yeah, all four yeah. Step Ups. This is what you're saying right now. You because you watched Alex Cross, we should watch all four Step Ups right now. Step Up Cast. Step Up Cast. Yeah, let's do a Step Up Cast. Or at least like uh, a Step Up blog, po- uh, Step Up posting. Good, good call, guys, Pete. You guys knocked out. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, keep yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Is that it? You're just gonna give it four and say that, and that's it. Yeah, you give it four. I'm giving four. it one. Oh, wow. oh okay. <laughs> oh, you give it four. I thought you, I'm pretty sure you're giving four. <laughs> Shut up, everybody. <laughs> uh, I guess so. You're not gonna say anything else about it, Pete. No, I, I, it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> okay, uh, Alex, what'd you think? Um. Yeah, I mean this movie's super dumb. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it one terribly sawed-off shotgun. Um, oh god! And um, much like Bagul, uh, this movie steals the soul of children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. 
No, I mean, like, this is something you watch on Netflix when you're drunk uh, and you don't want to tell anyone. So you try to find a way to clear your, your uh, like your your history your once you find out how bad it is, <laughs> so no one knows. Nice. I've got this is a, this is a secret shame. <laughs> um, uh, Russ, what'd you think? I'm gonna give it one Medea, nice. um, because Tyler Perry is a 250 pound black man who is more convincing as a 250 pound black grandmother than he is a 250 pound black man <laughs> wow um, this is or man doesn't have to be black uh this is <laughs> oh. one of the worst movies i've ever seen i'm not being hyperbolic that is what it is every it, it does everything a, mo- a bad movie does times 10 uh people laughed in the theater when he saw that shotgun they were just like, no, he's not. He's looking, he looks silly, Tyler Perry. It's just bad and stupid. No one should see it. I, uh, it, it it's just not worth it. And now they're going to have to probably go back to the well and reboot this series in another five to ten years because this shit is not doing well. Yeah, there's got to yeah. be a good, I would say, about 15 Alex Cross books, I would guess. There's so James many. Patterson, like wrote that they could just like mine for money but they had to fuck up with this and now they have to wait i think this was the 10th book Something like uh that. it was the 10th book but it was supposed to be like the first because no, most of the the books prior to this started with him being like a seasoned uh um whatchamacallit profile and all that stuff oh kind of like fletch one yeah and then uh i guess patterson <laughs> caught the the reboot bug and then just started Ooh. writing prequel books i had that last summer that's good <laughs> Dude, it is tough. You have to be careful. Yeah, Lots of fluids. Don't, don't get out. It's, it's, they call it the reverse mono because you get it from not kissing people. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, I mean, there's not much to say about this movie because it just really does just so many dumb things. Yeah. And it's not even entertaining. Sorry. No. But we hope you enjoyed us li- listening to us bitch about it. You guys don't. You guys don't want me to give my rating. Oh yeah, no, rating. Uh, because because right. if you don't, then we're not gonna have a movie movie Yahtzee this week. Yeah, I'm giving it one. I'm not sure if I should give it one incredibly accurate shotgun or one sassy grandma. But this movie was really bad, uh, especially the speech that the sassy grandma gives at the very end. Oh, yeah, don't walk back in the door if you do what you can't do. It's like, but then you and, and Peter Parker's dad, uh, and Ben Parker should F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just temporarily forgetting what the word shit. uncle is. <laughs> but, yeah, this movie was not very, I don't even, I can't really recommend people. So, I mean, especially when, like, within, like, the last week Argo has come out, like, go see that. Like, just yeah. go see Argo. If you want to see, like, I feel like this is, like, like again, like, a movie you'd end up seeing, like, with your parents or something like that. Like, go see Argo. Yeah. Go see <laughs> Argo with why. your parents. Go see Argo. Start watching Luther. Start watching any show on BBC that you hear is pretty cool. Yeah. Just do something else. Yeah. Bagul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that so was... Wrap- all right. You guys want to wrap it up? Uh, yeah. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us at Twitter 
at Movie Movie PC. Uh, you can email us your uh, complaints, questions, concerns, or your fake Movie Fridays to uh, moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can rate us on iTunes if you want to. You can just search for The Priest and the Beekeeper because that's our improv troupe name. And we have a show the third <laughs> Thursday of every month at Long Island City's Own the Creek in the Cave at 9.30 p.m. Uh, where we do a movie-themed uh, improv show uh, with our wow. good friend and uh, stand-up Zach Roussard. Uh, the show's called Pigpile. So yep, our next show will actually be on November 15th, and it will be our three-year anniversary show. Was that good? Was that all right? What? Three years? Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I, I, turned down, I accidentally turned down the volume again. I didn't know why no one was talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, I was just talking about how we we're going to have our three-year anniversary show on November 15th. Nice. Uh, you it's actually be a only big have deep. to say third anniversary because the Annie is... Uh, Latin for a year. Get out of here. God damn it. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Late. Bye. See ya. Bagul.